0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest, and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your higher self. Well, then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. Alrighty guys, so this episode is quite different to all of the other episodes we've done so far in the series. And that's because today, I actually speak with a friend of mine who is a psychic and tarot reader. So this is a super exciting one because we're going to dive really deep into discussions about spirituality, crystals, uh, manifestation, card readings, and all of that fun stuff. In fact, we dive so deep that this episode probably is the longest episode I've ever released, but it's so worth listening to. It's just jam-packed with so much you know wisdom and insight in regards to spirituality and crystals and all of that. So if that's something you're interested in, then this episode is definitely for you. And if you stay tuned at the end of the episode, uh, Maggie actually does a card reading for you guys and also a tarot reading for myself. So if you tune in, you will be able to hear exactly how they unfolded. So without further ado then, guys, Let's dive straight into this episode. So, I am so excited for today's episode because we are talking all things crystals, oracles, and the universe with um, an incredible soul that I connected with on social media. So, I'm so excited to introduce to you guys Maggie Pugh, who is a card reader and also the founder of her own business. Spring Loon Oracle. So Maggie, welcome. I am so, so excited to have you on the show. How are you today?
1: I'm doing so well. Thank you. I'm so excited to be a part of this. I love talking about anything spiritual and cards and crystals. So I'm really, really excited.
0: I'm so excited too. And I know that our listeners are going to be super excited also because um, obviously, as you know, like I'm really diving into a spiritual journey. I love chatting to you about, um, you know, all the different things that I'm going through. Um, And I love sharing that with my social media as well. Um, So I know many people who will be tuning in will be so interested to hear everything that you have to share with us. Um, So I guess we'll like start off by, can you just introduce yourself to everyone Tell us a bit about you, what it is you do, and also a bit about the business that you have just started up.
1: Yeah, so I yeah I've just started a tarot account, and I'm really really excited to get that going because I always read for all of my friends and family, and it's just something that I love to do because I also love helping people, which is something that I feel like tarot and crystals can really aid in so usually when someone's having a problem we can like get to the roots of it like I always joke that tarot and oracle is kind of like therapy (laughs) so we can really get the root to the roots of it and then because I have learned so much over my time um working with different crystals about what they all do I can say okay so this is something you're struggling with this is something you can do to help with that and so yeah so that's kind of how I go about doing all of that. And I started my spiritual journey when I started working at this little local business where I went to university and I didn't know anything about crystals. So I always like to tell people that because I feel like everyone always thinks like, oh, maybe I'm too far along in my life. Like even when people are just like 20 years old, they're like, I'm too old to really start to do this. I don't know anything about it, but I was 19 or 20 I started working at the store I knew nothing about it and I just it all kind of came naturally to me like learning the different stones and now it's been like four or five years and I'm like a little sponge I just (laughs) take everything in and it's honestly it's changed the way I go about my life the people in my life have changed drastically since I've started doing all of this and I'm really I'm appreciative for that but yeah that's kind of how I got started in it was just with this little shop that I just needed a job and now my life is totally different. Well I love how like you
0: just aligned with that you know store coincidentally and now you like unfolded to have such a big purpose surrounding everything within that store so that's really really awesome how um, you know you be able to align with that sort of career so organically for yourself so you know that's the whole thing everything happens for a reason right yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm so excited um, for later in this episode Um, to learn more about tarots and oracles. And for all the listeners on here, stick around because Maggie is actually going to do a reading while we're on this call as well. So it's going to be super exciting to see how that goes. Um, But now just tell me a bit about um, your business Spring Loon Oracle. I'm so excited um, for you to share this with our listeners because I remember when we first met, this is still in fruition. You were still figuring it all out and planning it all out and now it's about to launch. So I'm so excited and I'm so proud of you for everything you've accomplished. So just share with us a bit about your business.
1: Well, thanks so much. I'm so excited. This is something I've wanted to do for a while now. I just, yeah, I'm just launching it really soon. It should be any day now. And I do have my first few uh, customers or clients more is the right term for it um, Who I'm going to be reading for this week and I'm just I, yeah, I am really excited I got the name Spring Loon Oracle because I was born in the spring and I'm really connected to that season I also think it's great because it kind of represents like growth and the new beginning of something fresh which I feel a lot of people who when they turn to this that's something that they're looking for and also I'm really connected with the water element I'm um a cancer moon and a pisces rising so i am just really emotional and connected to water and i love the water and i like the idea that a spring is a body of water and then i've always been connected to the moon and i feel like a lot of sort of magic with crystals and tarot and oracle they're all they all surround moon cycles and feminine energy as most women know is also around moon cycles so i just felt like that really embodied like who i am as a reader and my clientele and what they're looking for. So I'm really excited to start that. And I do a lot of, I do moon readings. I do regular tarot readings about like any problems that you have. But my favorite thing to read actually is past life readings. So the idea there is that your past lives really affect the life you're in now. So you're drawn to the same souls So someone who's really important to you, whether they've been a negative or positive impact on your life, they're often someone who's returning to you from a different life. So you're always attracted to the same people. Uh, You're attracted to the same careers or past life experiences can kind of, you don't realize it, but it leads you towards a certain career. And also things that have happened to you can create traumas that, so say you have like a fear of water and you have no idea why. It could be that you like drowned in a past life or some people have like problems with authority and it could be that they were like enslaved in a past life. So there's different things like that. And if you can realize these blockages and you can move forward, it can create like healthy patterns and you can like cut the cords of those that are holding you back. So that's my favorite thing to do.
0: (laughs) That sounds so interesting. So Past life readings. Wow. What's sort of involved with that sort of process? And I mean, this may sound like a silly question. So everyone then would then have a, have to have a past life. Is it? Not
1: so- really. Oh. So you can be a brand new soul. So people that you know, who are very innocent and like fun loving and kind of, and have a lot of emotions where they just like don't quite understand. So I have this one friend and she doesn't quite understand whenever somebody even if it's just emotionally like hurts her or somebody else, she's a very hard time with that because it just like doesn't make any sense to her. Um, and you can have a new soul, like they're little babies. Like whenever I, <laughs> I read for someone who has, who's a very like new soul, usually it's very apparent because that's just who they are. And it's not very often that it happens, but there is a card that you can pull that says yes, you're like a brand new soul. You have nothing holding you back. And that would mean that this lifetime is very important because this is your base, right? So when you go onwards with your life, it could, with your lives, anything that happens in this life, you're creating your like foundations of your beliefs and your traumas and anything like that. They're all going to carry with you because this is all that you're ever going to really know because you've never been here before.
0: Wow, that's insane. I've heard the whole like old soul, like you know, they say, Oh, this this baby has an old soul, but I've never really um considered that maybe you know you can be a new soul and all of that. So wow, that's so cool. Would you say that you have an old or
1: a new soul? So it's so strange because usually people who are into all of this and super in tune with their intuition tend to be like really, really old souls and Almost all of my friends who are into this have the oldest souls, but I'm not actually that oldest soul. I've done my own readings. I've had like three past lives about there, but in my most recent past life, I was a high priestess. So I think that's where it comes from. And yeah, so I'm not an old soul, but typically you will find people who are very in tune with their spirituality and with their intuition, they will be very old souls.
0: So I did just want to then talk a bit about crystals because yeah. I love crystals. I've gotten some crystal advice from you before. Um, and so I'd love to just talk all about them with you because I know there's so many people who love to use or want to start using crystals for things like manifestation or healing and all of that. So why don't we just like dive into it, talk about everything there is to do with crystals from, you know, how you go about picking which crystals are right for you, the rituals you have with them, how you should use them, and if there's any sort of recommendations for staple crystals that you think everyone should um, have some of.
1: Yeah, definitely. We can start with the like beginner crystals, like staple crystals. I think this is hilarious because a lot of the staple crystals, I don't have a ton of, but I'm so aware that you should have. So sometimes I feel a little hypocritical saying this, but amethyst, I always say like, if someone's like, I never bought crystals before, amethyst is a go-to. It's just an overall healer. So like physically, mentally, spiritually, it's just overall a healer and so i always recommend that it also has a very like soft energy to it so the idea with crystals is that everything on earth that's naturally created has energy and so we do animals trees plants crystals anything naturally made has energy and energy waves and the way that our energy waves meets up with these other natural things will kind of dictate how they're going to react within you so that's the idea behind them so some crystals will have a really really strong and like aggressive energy wave and that's gonna really kind of turn you off if you're starting because you're not used to that but something like amethyst is very calm and gentle so this idea when you hear people saying like oh yeah like this is a powerful crystal or who can like feel the crystals um with amethyst you don't usually get a ton of that because it's so gentle so I always say it's a really good starting point good for kids good for beginners another good one that everyone across the board usually has is rose quartz it, a lot of people are like, oh, it's the stone of love. It's actually the stone of self-love. So it's not going to bring love into your life, which is what a lot of people think, but it's really great for like self-development and growth. So if you are looking to like heal yourself or just looking to like get, spend a little more time with yourself, that's a really good one. But just kind of always like warn people, be careful because if you have a lot of trauma, it's gonna really open that all up. Like it's working with your heart chakra to just like rip out all your traumas and like allow you to move forward from them. So sometimes you just need to like take it in strides. (laughs) Another great crystal is blue calcite. So I have tons of blue calcite. It's great for just creating a calm environment. So rather having that as a piece you like hold with you or wear, I usually would put that like in a room because it just gives the environment, like it just calms you right down. So I think I'm going to give you five for uh, starter ones. So those are, that's the first three. And then there's citrine, which I know you have, and it's great for manifesting. Yes, (laughs) it's great for manifesting. It brings in money and abundance in like all areas. So I always, I think I told you this, you put like a little coin underneath it and it should bring you in money. You can sit with it and meditate with it on something that you're trying to manifest and it can help to bring that into your life. And it's also, it's just great for your self-confidence. So it, goes with your solar plexus chakra, which is right between like your heart and your belly button. And that's just where like all your self-confidence sits. So having this crystal will really like boost how you feel about yourself, which in return, like brings manifestations into your life because you're confident in yourself that you'll be able to get these things. And then the last one I would say would be either an onyx or a black tourmaline because when you have all these really high vibing crystals, you need something that's going to bring you back down to earth. And that's what black tourmaline is going to do. It's going to ground you. It's going to, when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's going to ground you back into your emotions, like back into earth and just calm you down. And it's right into your root chakra. So it helps you like find your place, build roots, feel secure in your core being.
0: I love that. That was such a great like rundown on um, the sort of start out crystals that, you know, someone that's feeling quite lost about what they should use should really look into. So thank you for that. And I don't know if I told you my story about amethysts, but um, so I'm like so extremely drawn to amethysts. It's ridiculous. So I actually had this dream a little while ago and in my dream, I was just surrounded by these like orbs of rocks And I was picking them all up and breaking them in half. And then they were these like big amethyst clusters inside. And it was just the most vivid dream ever. And I remember after I had that dream, I just had this constant craving. Like it was a literal craving to go out and buy the crystal. And so I did. Now I have like amethyst rings and I have a big um, cluster that sits beside my bedside table. But um, I love how like you can have those sorts of strong connections to them. And I was talking to some other people about it and, you know, obviously there was a need for that crystal to be in my life at that time and that's why I was having such vivid visions of
1: it and all of that. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I told you that story or not, but I thought that would be I think you were saying that you went to the gem show and you, like, saw the crystal or something that you were dreaming about and I think that's so funny because also Amethyst, it so it connects to your crown chakra, which is the chakra that tells you like that kind of leads you towards your true path in life and really taps into your spirituality. So you've been really getting into this. So I think it makes sense that Amethyst, you're like, this is the stone for me.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much because it's, it's so true. I, I've always kind of like been really interested in horoscopes and spirituality and all of that. But then it was really after that dream that I was like, I'm jumping to the next level. I'm really exploring spirituality even further. Um, And I also love how you were talking about how there's energy and everything because I really, really do believe that as well. And I find that I've spoken about this on a previous podcast. I find when I'm in a really low state of energy or in a low vibrational state, I like to go outside and just sit on nature. Like I take my shoes off, I physically connect with the earth. And I find that that is so therapeutic. And I believe it's because of that energy that is in everything and um it's really cleansing for you you know like especially jumping into water and all of that like um it's so so true that there really is energy in everything and when people start to become more aware of that everything just becomes so much more beautiful it's insane
1: it's so true and that's what i was saying like about the black tourmaline like the idea of you sitting in nature like that's the uh, that's your root chakra so that's like you connecting to this grounding energy. So I do the same thing. Sometimes it's nice like when you're feeling really chaotic just to go like put your feet in the grass and I'm like this makes no sense but it makes so much sense. Yes completely that's exactly it. It makes no sense but it makes so much sense at the same time. (laughs) Um, And so
0: you keep mentioning chakras as well. So I have a basic understanding of chakras but I'm going to assume that the listeners today have absolutely zero idea what they are. So can you give us a brief rundown on chakras, what sort of like role they play in
1: every day and all that. So you do have, do you have more than this, but that'll be like so much more to get into. So I'll just stick with the basics. You have seven core basic chakras and they kind of, they start like at your tailbone and go all the way up your spine and up to the crown of your head. So you start, so when you're working with chakras, a good idea is you always want to start at the bottom. Because your root chakra is where you hold your core beliefs. And so it's what when you were a child, when you were growing up, this is where you store, like, like I said, your core beliefs, like everything that you know to be true in the world. So a lot of the times if you're like, oh, I have problems further up, like with my heart chakra, oftentimes you have to work back down to this core belief that is blocking that before you can actually work with it so you start you have your seven chakras you start with the root this is like grounding core beliefs then you move on to your sacral chakra which is in between your tailbone and your belly button so like your lower belly and this is like your sexual organs your reproductive organs all in there it's your creativity your energy so if you're feeling very lethargic sometimes that's where you need to tap into is your sacral chakra to give you that boost of energy. Um, And they're all, sorry, I should have said this earlier. They're all corresponding with color. So your root is red, your sacral chakra is orange. So if you're into crystal work, you can work with different crystals of those colors to activate those chakras. So If you're feeling very lethargic and you need some energy, you can work with carnelian because it's that bright orange and it's going to help to activate that sacral chakra. So then the next one, I was talking about it before, is the solar plexus. It's between your heart and your belly button. So like um, it's all about your self-confidence, self-growth. It's bright yellow. So you can work with citrine manifestation, um, anything yellow. Like That's why people who... Have this like high sense of confidence, like you have been known to like associate with like bright sunflowers. The sun, it's like Leo, strong energy. The next place uh, is your heart chakra, and that is green, so like nurturing. It's also with pink, so pink crystals will work with your heart chakra, but it's yeah, green is the typical color, and that's your emotions your heart your relationships with others all of that sort of so if you have like blockages where you don't open up into relationships you usually have to work with your heart chakra next is your throat which is like a light blue and that's communication public speaking all of those sort of things like speaking up for yourself so this is one an example of how you can work down your chakras you're not good at standing up for yourself and speaking out. So you might think, oh, that's something to do with my throne chakra. But then really it comes from your self-confidence, which is your solar plexus, which really comes from this idea that your opinions shouldn't be valued, which is your root chakra. So see, it looks like you have to work up to where um, the problem seems to be lying. It's like, hey, we're at your root chakra, then go to your self-confidence, and then you can work on actually speaking up through your throat chakra. And then the next one is your third eye, which is like an indigo purple. That is your intuition. So your third eye is all like people who read Oracle and Tarot have their third eye way open. And then you have your... Yeah, your oracle, you have your intuition, your like gut instincts you would think would lie in your sacral, but it's actually your third eye. It's kind of like seeing through just what's in front of you. And then you have your crown chakra, which is white, and that's your path in life and your spiritual connection and your higher self
0: awesome yeah. I love that I think that's that makes a lot of sense too how you have to go back to literally the root of the cause like being the root chakra you've got to go back to the absolute roots of whatever the issue is you're going through to be able to work and fix I guess the rest <laughs> and make it more aligned is that how you refer to it aligning with yes. your chakras yes <laughs> the- aligning your chakras amazing i love that and then i have one more question on the topic of crystals before we do move on to our little oracle and tarot chats um so obviously then like when you're using your crystals like say you've gone out and you've been drawn to amethyst or citrine and whatever and you've purchased it for whatever reasons that you wanted it um then what do you have to do with it like do you have to do more than just have it sitting around you like is there Um, some physical sort of practice you have to put into it as well? Like, do you have to um, be holding it whilst journaling or meditating or anything like that? Or can it simply have an impact on your energy and your state by just sitting in the presence of it?
1: So what I always recommend, I tell this to actually, I work in a small crystal shop and I tell this to all my customers who come in is that you always need to, especially when you first get your crystals home to cleanse your crystals. So this idea how I was talking before that everything has energy. So just like you have energy and you have to protect it and be careful of it. Like if you have a really long day or you're around really emotionally draining people, your energy is going to be low. And you're going to feel like your energy has been like blocked off. So. The same thing happens with anything that has energy. Anything that has these energy waves will create blockages or they will get drained. So with your crystals, you don't know who, when they're like in the store, who's been picking them up and looking at them and transferring their energy with them. So you could get a crystal home and it could be an amazing crystal, but because someone who has this really negative energy went and picked it up in the store before you, it could be drained. So cleansing your crystals is just this idea that you kind of give them a little refresh. It's like when you have a good night's sleep or a really good shower, or you sit down and you eat your favorite food and watch TV. It's like the same thing. So there's tons of different ways. Um, I always recommend for people to just do a quick Google search of how to cleanse my, how to cleanse crystals, because you'll always find a way that works better for you. You can do I love doing this one, but you can only do them with some crystals because some don't withstand it, but I will put my crystals in running water because as I said before, I'm very connected to the water. So I always love that. So you can do that. You can do like a sound cleanse with a singing bowl or some people just use their favorite song or different things like that. You can put your stones out in the full moon to charge them and the new moon to cleanse them. So put them in your windowsill or out in your backyard or something in the moonlight. Um, Or you can smudge them with like a sage or sweet grass or something like that. And when I do that, I just basically hold the crystal over the smoke until I kind of, I trust my intuition until it's almost like the crystal feels lighter. And then you know that this burden has been released. So I always recommend to do that when you first buy a crystal to kind of clear the energy that has been put on it by other people. And whenever, say you go through a really emotional time, sometimes it's good to cleanse them then because you've had really chaotic energy. Or just if you feel like this crystal has been helping me a lot and then suddenly it hasn't, then maybe it's time to take that time to cleanse your crystal. And it's nice because not only are you cleansing your crystal, but it's kind of like a little self-love practice for yourself where you take time and you're being mindful so that's always a good thing to do and you can do so many things with crystals you can hold them while you meditate that's one of my favorite things if you're like i'm gonna meditate on my manifestations you can hold citrine if you're like i'm gonna meditate on this problem that i've been having within myself you can hold some rose quartz or meditate just for relaxation you can hold some blue calcite or some lepidolite or something like that just to get you into that zen state or some people will meditate for visions and then you can hold like a really high vibe crystal like like an amethyst or something that connects to your crown chakra like an aura crystal or moldavite is a crazy crystal um, you can you could meditate with that and that would be oof but that's what I would recommend. Or some people will create little altars or crystal grids where they put their crystals on their altar with an intention, like placing an intention. Like I'm putting this here to help me to communicate better to people or to help my friend who's going through this hard time. So I would recommend doing that. You can do that just with one crystal and a little, special place that you put it there with an intention or you can do a crystal grid which is taking multiple of the same crystals and kind of making this symmetrical grid with it
0: yeah and so you mentioned intention that's something that I've learned that's very important with um really anything that you're doing if you're saging a space to create a different energy or if you're cleansing your crystals and all of that. Um, I've learned that it's really important to have a clear intention of what you want to gain from that because I was having a chat to um, the guy that works in the crystal shop that's up the road from me. I have I like, I have this one shop that I always go to and the same guy manages it every time I'm in there. And so I was chatting to him about um, sage because it was something I really wanted. And he was talking about how, you know, most people have this preconceived idea that you buy sage to get rid of negative energy and that's it. But it's about removing the negative energy whilst replacing that with an intention that you want that space to hold. So I think that's um, really great that you did mention that there because I think that's something that people let slip. You know, we we buy these crystals and we think all of our problems are solved. But if you don't set intention for these stones that you've bought, then the problems probably aren't solved.
1: (laughs) Exactly. They're going to just kind of like radiate this base energy. But if you're not receptive to it, to like welcoming that energy into your life and you don't know why you're placing this crystal where you're placing it then you're not actually putting the intention of i am going to place this crystal here to bring abundance into my life because then you're aware of it right because if you place it there and you're like oh maybe it'll bring abundance when that abundance comes along you're not going to realize it and you're not going to be open to it whereas if you put it with intention and you go this crystal is going to bring me money and something comes up where money will easily come in. You can be like, there it is. And I can now like take this opportunity.
0: Yeah. It's all like, like with manifestation as well, having that intention and then um, really working to draw that into your life because you're so clear on that thing that you're seeking. Um yeah. that crystal chat has been amazing, but we do have to move on um, because I am so excited to jump into the Oracle and Tarot card side of our conversation. Um, so all the listeners that are still tuning in, yay, because we're going to do a Tarot reading um, or Oracle reading very, very soon. But first of all, can you give us a bit of a rundown on what exactly Oracle and Tarot cards are? I know there is a bit of a difference, which you've explained to me before, um, but if you could just share a bit about what they are why you use them, and how you use them for our listeners.
1: Yeah, so I, I love using tarot and oracle. Tarot and oracle, they differ. Tarot has 78 cards always. Sometimes they have a few more if the people who are creating the deck are making like a special card just for their deck. But they are supposed to follow the 78 card layout, kind of like a deck of playing cards. So you have four suits, and they go from the ace to the king in each suit. And then each suit kind of has its own theme that it follows. And then you, and those are called the minor or uh, minor arcana. And then you have the major arcana cards, which are ones that most people are at least, if not familiar with, they've like heard them or seen them before. They're the cards like the magician or the empress or the fool. And those cards, they're like archetype cards and they represent like a person or a very specific kind of occurrence. So the fool will be someone who's very kind of playful and they kind of jump without looking into situations and kind of a little bit naive and the, or the tower, that's a card that kind of represents a complete change in your physical surroundings. So those are a bit more niche, whereas the minor cards, can be read into a little bit more, I find. So they're very, like the major cards have a very powerful energy. So those cards, they always follow the same. They can differ very slightly depending on the tarot deck, but they all follow like the same ideas. Whereas oracle cards can be as many cards, you could have an oracle, deck with 10 cards you could have an oracle deck with 100 cards like it can be as many cards as you want and they tend to be a bit more niche so oracle cards are something like angel reading cards or what i was talking about with the past life cards moon reading cards astrology cards they're like usually concerning a different like a certain topic and you have certain readings that you do with them whereas tarot you can pretty much read anything so there's kind of the difference I'd like to use oracle and tarot as kind of like self-reflection so I joked before saying like it's kind of like therapy because it really is like you can't hide from the cards they really call you out on what you need to do and what steps you need to be taking and as much as I truly believe that like you are brought the right card and the fates like bring you the right card but I always say because People are not always as willing to believe as as I may be or someone else may be. Some people are a bit more skeptical, but they still are interested in getting their cards read. And I just say to them, you don't have to believe that it's magic. You don't have to believe that the universe is bringing them to you. Like, I believe that. You don't have to. But it's really good self-reflection, nonetheless. And... By reading these cards, you can see like what is lacking in your life. Because if I'm like, this card is saying that there's something that you're putting a lot of energy to and you need to move on. You'll then sit and think, okay, what have I been putting a lot of energy into that I'm not getting anything in return? And that's really great self-reflection to take.
0: Yeah, I agree with you too, because I am... Um bought a deck of Oracle cards uh, a a little while ago now. And I find them really powerful for self-reflection. I actually have a journal, which I will do my reflection with um, after I do pull a card. And it's like, that's the thing. It's not about like, you know, pulling a card and being like, this is how life is. It's about pulling the card and seeing how it resonates with you and like, what you're going through at the moment like to help give you guidance or clarity even I find that that's um things that I tend to really gain from doing my own personal little oracle readings so um yeah that was like a really great explanation that you did there and do you have a preference do you prefer oracle or tarot like is there
1: Yeah, it's hard to say because they can be very different. I have more oracle cards than I have tarot cards. That's because personally, I feel like a lot of tarot cards will do the same thing. I like to have a few so that people can pick which deck speaks to them. And also just because I just can't say no to a really pretty pack of tarot cards. So I do have a few. I do like the oracle because they are a bit more niche. They're fun for people who have never been read before or for people who don't really know how they feel about tarot because it's kind of a bit more lighthearted, I find, and fun. Like, let's read your moon reading. Let's read like what different, like an astrology reading of what the signs, what signs you're connecting with right now. And I find those are a bit more lighthearted, whereas tarot gets like, it can get like very, very, deep into your like emotional problems and into your life. So like you could have a tarot where you're like, Oh, this is really fun. Like I was a scribe in my past life, but then you go and you do tarot. And it's like, so you tend to have a wall up because you feel like people are always going to leave you and you need to where and people will go like, Oh, <gasps> <Yeah, it's laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so I like them both for different occasions I find it's really fun to read oracle to new people because it kind of makes them believe a little bit oracle can sometimes be a bit more cut and dry and it's hard to be like well you're just saying that because it's like no it's right there in the cards but for people who are a bit more receptive to it tarot is fun I like reading tarot for people I've just met because I make it it makes me feel like we it's a bonding experience so I'm like we're friends now (laughs) <laughs> because i know everything about you <laughs>
0: yeah, i love that well i would love it if today we could do a tarot reading because um i feel like i'm ready for this and i think we'll gain a lot from this because i am someone who believes a lot in spirituality and all of that as well so i'd be excited to see what you sort of draw for me and share with me. So if you were ready for that, let's dive into that because I know our listeners will be itching for this part of the podcast.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be super fun. I was thinking that we could do a reading for you and that I might pull out my mantra cards and we can pull a mantra for the listeners for like whatever day they're listening to this. This is a message that the universe kind of wants them to have and I thought that might be kind of fun. Yes, I love that. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm thinking that we can pull a few tarot cards for you, like um just like a classic reading to do is a past, present, future, and that just kind of like says this is something in the past that has happened, this is where you are in the- fe- uh, in the present, and then this is where with what you're doing right now, it is headed. so the idea with tarot, everybody always thinks it's like ooh like you're telling someone's fortune, like you're looking into the future. But for me, anyways, I think some people will read it like that. But for me, I don't really find that's the case. Because personally, I believe that the future is never set in stone. So you could be going one way, and it could seem like your future is going to come out in a certain way. And then you could take this giant detour, and it could completely change your life. So the idea is when you do the past, present, future, it's like, this is the past that's affecting you. This is where you are in the moment. And with what you are doing at the moment, this is your future outcome. But that can be good because sometimes it's like, you're on the right path. Like this is going to be really good. But sometimes it can be like, you have a few toxic traits that are happening right now. If you're not careful, this is where you're headed. Mm-hmm. And then you can check in in like, a few months and you can say, oh, am I still headed in this direction?
0: Yeah. And
1: if you aren't, it'll say, oh no, now this is, now this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's this idea that this is where you're headed, but it's not going to happen a hundred percent.
0: You can use it as guidance to kind of realign yourself with the path that you want to be on.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm so-, so excited then because I'm going through so many changes at the moment and I'm like, guidance please <laughs> please god and so we'll do this i also i think this would be perfect i just got a new deck today of mantra cards so maybe we'll do those those mantra cards for for everybody i'm going to pull a mantra card first just because it's right in front of me and then we'll skip ahead and do yours amazing so everyone listen up this is your mantra for today okay let me just i'm just gonna do a quick shuffle here and then we'll cut the deck and pick one here so these ones are called the super attractor by gabrielle bernstein she's the same one who does the universe has your back cards and the universe has your back book and these ones are called yeah, super Attractor. so they're all about manifesting the life that you want and the card i pulled. i'll send you a picture maybe you can post it somewhere if you want <laughs> I, that I truly surrender my desires to the universe a mighty for- force of faith can set in Mm, i love that repeat it one more time for our listeners if you could when i truly surrender my desires to the universe a mighty force of faith can set in
0: amazing so do you think this is something that we should apply as a sort of affirmation or just take into consideration at the moment
1: i think you can take it into consideration but i think it's really promoting the mantra the universe has your back. So Mm -hmm. it's saying that if you can surrender your desires, if you can be like, hey, I really want this. It's already done. I believe that like I'm on the correct path to it. The universe has my back that I will get to this place in my life that I want to be at. Like if you can have faith that you are going in the right direction, that you are actively going towards what you desire, then you know that the universe is pushing you, like pushing along with you.
0: Amazing. I love that. So guys, really take a moment to sort of reflect on that and see how it resonates with you and in what way, because um, there's always something you can
1: uncover from these sorts of little readings. So thank you for that one. No problem. So what I'm going to do for you is I'm just going to shuffle the cards and I'm just going to tell you to tell me to stop when you feel like the right three cards are on top. It can be as fast as you want. It can be a long time and we can edit out this pause where (laughs) I'm like shuffling for five minutes, but I will shuffle and then you just tell me when it feels like the right cards are on top and I'll flip them over and I'll let you know what they say and what each card is so that the listeners can kind of hear what each card is and I can kind of explain what they mean. Awesome, let's do this. So you had two cards jump out. I put the other one back in the deck because I wasn't thinking but the first usually when cards jump out that means that they're trying to tell you something outside of the reading. So I just kind of picked the first one up because I don't usually get jumper cards. And then I went, Oh, no, (laughs) I should have kept that. So we can go over those at the end if you want, but I'll start with these first couple of cards. So the first one that you got is the Ace of Cups, but it's reversed. So what a reversed card means, it can kind of mean not completely the opposite, but usually when you're reading into this card, you have to remember that it's kind of like a flipped meaning. There's kind of like a some sort of reverse in it. So it could be a complete flipped meaning, or when you look at it, it could be that it's telling you that you're lacking something in the card. So you kind of have to use your intuition with reversed cards. I always say when people first start reading that if you – You should set the intention that you don't want flipped cards. And when you flip one over and if it is reversed, just flip it the other way because it does get a little little bit confusing. So what this card is saying is that in the past, you... So this is going to be kind of funny. This is like going to call you out a little bit. So (laughs) I apologize in advance because this is just what Tarot does. But it's saying that in the past, you were someone who was very set in her ways. So you thought this is the way that I'm supposed to go about things that you were, you had done, your life had gone a certain way for so long that you did not believe that there was a chance in your life or a point where you could kind of have a new beginning. So that is something in your past that has held you back where you believe that, yeah, your life is supposed to go a certain way and you can't change that because that's just the way that it is. It's too late. So
0: Mm -hmm. that was you
1: in the past. Mm -hmm. Now you in the future is the page of cups. So I'll show you that one here. So it looks like this. And it's saying that right now you're coming into this person who is very sensitive and who shows their feelings. You are someone who now believes that you can be truly offered love. And whether that be friendship, family, romantic, you are at the beginning of this sort of love affair with yourself. Yeah. Um, It tells you that you have to really trust your intuition and take action on your creative ideas because otherwise you're just going to be this kind of like flirtatious daydreamer who lets her opportunities pass by her because you can get so caught up on the fact that you're changing that you don't actually take these opportunities because you're finding it hard to kind of like forgive yourself for who you were in the past. So you're like, Oh, I'd love to be this person. I'd love to be this person without actually knowing if you can get there, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So it's saying make sure that you're actually taking action And you're not just daydreaming about this person who you've started to become and who you hope to be in the future. Yeah. Wow. These are so, so spot on. (laughs) So spot on. And then your future is a very, very positive card. So this one's kind of saying, if you play into this page of cups, if you really take action and don't let yourself become a daydreamer, this is, which I think you're doing right now. So it's like, this is the future that you have in store for you. So it's the two of wands. So you can see that he's holding the world in his hands. So that is you. So it's like, if you're doing this, you will have the world in your hands. You'll feel like you have so much achievement, courage, personal power, you've found your worldly desires that you feel like you will no longer have to persuade people of your talents, you have proven yourself it's you've started to become inventive and different and embracing new ideas widening your perspective but you've done it in a way that shows you mean business and that you're truly beginning to make your mark on the world
0: wow that honestly i feel like literally every single one of those cards very very much aligned with me like the past one um being so set in like my ways was I had been so set in this sort of idea that I have to go to uni and I have to pursue this typical career path in order to be successful in life and and only recently I've really broken out of that belief and am now like obviously pursuing all of my like current goals and all of that and then the present one that one really really resonated as well I don't know if I'll chop this part out of the recording or not but um so I'm literally just gone through a breakup and so i'm starting to kind of just date myself and develop that self-love with myself um going forward Um, so i love how you were talking about the self-love aspect of that and then also the taking control of your intuition and stuff I need to step more into my self-belief and stop daydreaming. And if I just truly believe in myself, then, you know, I do believe that all of these future sort of positive
1: predictions will come about. So that really was a spot on reading. (laughs) I love that. I was just going to quickly, you can cut this out if you want, because I know it's like going further than the three cards, but I was just going to quickly tell you what the two cards that jumped out mean, because usually they're not speaking right to the actual reading they're telling you something about like a vibe that you're feeling right now that could be playing into this reading and you've been saying it's kind of like been a week for you like you said you've been really busy and it's saying that right now you are kind of like soul searching so you got one of the ones that come came out was the five of pentacles and it says that you're like soul searching Um, it's like this card of like hardship and feeling like you're almost like spiritually separated a little bit from yourself. And so it's, it popped that card up and then it also popped out the major arcana temperance card, which I accidentally put back into the deck so I can't show you, but this one is kind of, I think it's almost like telling you how you can get out of this to really feel like you are this page of cups, which was your present self. Mm -hmm. And cause it's all about self-control and compromise and moderation. And it says that moderation is the key to success. Mm -hmm. So kind of telling you, like, you might feel like you're going through a hardship and everything right now, but maybe it's like, you have all these goals and ideas and yes, you have to take action, but you kind of have to find this, balancing of the scales of okay I can work this hard but I also need to find this healing energy and this harmony within myself yeah
0: yeah again they literally are so aligned so aligned with me right now that's I like it's mind blowing how aligned that they can be and how much you can resonate with them so um yeah I'm, I've definitely been going through a bit of a rocky um, past week or two at the moment, and I feel like I am needing to have more of a balance within myself. Where I do, because uh, I've kind of been overcompensating. I've kind of been working extra hard and keeping myself super busy so I can be distracted from the other things that are upsetting me. Um, yeah. And I think it is important to kind of like dial it back a bit so that I can heal and I can be more connected with myself. Sorry. And
1: that's the one card where it was saying like hardship and everything was very much also underlining the um, it, there's an underlying kind of motive there that's talking about kind of victimizing yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you are going through this hard time, and it's this idea of like, oh woe is me, I'll just do all these things to to distract myself but then you feel run down and you're like now I'm sad going through a hard time and I'm physically run down so it's this idea of a way that you can help get yourself out of this feeling of a victim is to find that love with yourself and find this balance. Wow
0: I love that thank you so so much Um, I really appreciate you doing a reading for me today. So we will have to start to wrap up this episode because it has been a much longer one than usual. Um, I think we're, we're nearing an hour of chatting now. Um, but I do have one final question I did want to ask you. I ask all of my listeners this because it is the real time podcast. So what is one final piece of advice you would like to leave all of our listeners with, whether this be a piece of life advice or um, a piece of advice to help them with their spiritual journeys, or what would that be?
1: Um, I'm sure other people have said this. Um, this is just something that I have started to really do myself. I'm sure people have said this and that you've said this a ton, but routines. I have started, I just moved and my life felt so chaotic and I just have started to get back into my routines and working stuff that you love into your routines or working something that you're trying to improve on into your routine so if you're really trying to step up your spirituality find this new this new kind of side of you work that even if it's just a small bit into your morning routine i um had started before i moved and then i slacked and now i'm doing it again pulling a mantra card every day and kind of sitting in that mantra in that feeling and then journaling on it. And I found that just really set me for the day. So just doing something like that. If you're trying to work up your spirituality, pulling a card every day, setting just one intention with one crystal in the morning, you think, what am I channeling today? I want to have energy. You take a carnelian, which is for energy. And you say this Is what I'm channeling today this is my intention and you just sit there and you set that and making part of that like into a morning routine is just I think so so important like I can't stress it enough
0: Yes, thank you. I love that so much, and I really, really appreciate you coming on this call today. I've absolutely loved having this discussion, and I know our listeners are going to love listening to it. Um, I think we have learned so much. You have—it's uh, been so insightful, and um,
1: I'm really grateful that you've jumped on and shared your insight with us all today. So thanks, Maggie. Thanks for having me. This was—I've been looking forward to this ever since we first started talking about doing the podcast uh, episode together, and. I've I'm just so, so happy that we were able to do it.
0: Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast. I have had so much fun making this and I hope this has been able to help you in some way. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value, so help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag Realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.